Ephesians 1, verses 15 to 23. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his great might that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Arfaccio, we got yes. another uh, dull, uninteresting, unapplicable passage today. Yeah. Ephesians. Now, obviously, uh, very robust. Very uh, rich. Very rich. Very awesome. Uh, this, you know, I, I actually need to like brush up on this. At one point in my life, I was trying to memorize, which Tara Thompson has actually done this, but I was trying to memorize the book of Ephesians. Nice. I got through like two chapters or something, mm. two and a half or something. But anyways, uh, and I just remembered this, this first chapter, it just starts so strong. And here, you know, the title on the SV of this sort of section is Thanksgiving and prayer. But Paul is, he's really just exalting in and giving thanks for recounting the things that he gives for uh, the faith of the church in Ephesus yeah. and you know, the, the work that God is doing among them. And then he offers this uh, insight of how he prays for them. So yeah, Barrett, um, what are your, what are your thoughts on what Paul is, is getting into here. Yeah, I did want to point out first that um, this entire section is one sentence. <laughs> Epic. Yes, it is. There are no periods it's except like a, for the, the one of the preamble of the U.S. Constitution. Yes, just, it is the longest sentence. That's awesome. Uh, and Paul does that from time to time, where it just keeps yeah. going and going and going. But like you, you said, you can tell that. Like I, yesterday when I was reading one through fourteen, it's just like, and it's what makes memorizing stuff like this kind of hard. Because right. It's like you know, by the praise of his glory, according to his purpose, out of his great love, like all of these. Through the know. power of Jesus Christ, yeah, who was raised from the yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, just keeps, keeps, it keeps going up. and going. So, yes. But one, one, thing, one thing that I take from this, you, you mentioned it, uh, you just kind of br- uh, reference it briefly, but the insight that you get into Paul's prayer life. So he says in verse 16, he says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you and my prayers that, and then he goes on for a very long sentence <laughs> about some of the things that he prays for them. And I, I have actually used, I, I read a, I read a book and I can't remember what it was now, but it was talking about the Paul, mm. the prayers of Paul that we see in his letters. Cool. And so this is, this is one of them that was highlighted. Yeah, it is. And you know, if you don't know what to pray, you can come to Paul's prayers and like pray after Paul. Like these are very good prayers to pray. And specifically if you're praying for someone that doesn't know the Lord or you hope will uh, turn back to the Lord because he, he prays some amazing things uh, where it says, you know, may, may the, he's saying, may, may God of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
May he give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him. So, you know, this may your eyes be opened. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it says in verse 18. It says, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. So uh, we need to craft our prayers according to scripture. Mm. So he, he says here, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened. He doesn't say, so that you will open your eyes and mm. see. He, he's, actually, he's actually praying for the Ephesians, praying for the church at Ephesus, that God would enlighten their eyes. Yeah. And I think those are good prayers. If you have a, a, a child who is not walking with the Lord, mm. or you have a, a friend who you know, you know at one point was walking with the Lord, is no longer walking with the Lord, or has never been walking with the Lord, that, that you can pray like this, that, that the Lord would come and uh, enlighten the hearts of of that person. Yeah, a synonym for that Greek word is to shine upon. Mm. So, like to have their eyes shone, shined. Yeah, upon, shown upon. Shown yeah, upon yeah, yeah, right. By the gospel. You know? Right. Anyways, I, I, no, I, I think that. that's. I think that that's great. Yeah. And so, I, so I think it's just a good lesson that we can craft our prayers uh, according to Scripture, and and so just read these prayers, and mm-hmm. it'll it'll help us know how to do it he's also very it's very exalting of who god is particularly in the person of jesus and that is also something that we should we should pray Mm -hmm. that he worked in christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places so these are theological truths Mm -hmm. that we can pray back to god Uh, just thank him for raising christ from the dead thank him for you know, seating Christ at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above our rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is that is named, not only in this age but also in the one to come. So these type of things we can we can pray back to God, and I think we're doing that in in the way of Paul. And Paul's just provided a a great example of how to do that. Yeah, you know, I love after saying having the eyes of your heart enlightened that you may know what is, and then he goes into this little list. And I do think that over ourselves, over, you know, lost loved ones, over just friends and brothers and sisters in the faith, that you may know what is the hope to which he's called you. So for fear and for worry, that we can abide in the hope mm-hmm. of the resurrection that we are raised up with Christ. And again, these are all things that he's going to continue to unpack more and more in the letter, but that you would know the hope that that drowns out that fear, that worry. And then for those in want and in need that what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? Mm. So if you uh, are experiencing lack or if you're just covetous or whatever, that, that you would know the rich, the riches of his glorious inheritance. Yeah. And then for those who are weary, those who are powerless, those who are caught in sin, the and this is my favorite one. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power towards us who believe? Mm. And he builds on this one according to the working of his great might that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. And this that verse really changed my perspective on the power and authority that we have as believers. Mm. Um, just when I was a baby believer and I was caught in a lot of sin, and you know, I was just early on in sanctification. Yeah. And you get into these like little feedback loops of self-deprecation and despair and frustration. And you can actually lift your head out of those moments when you see this verse and say that God 
in his Holy Spirit, he didn't give you like the Holy Spirit light. Yeah. You know, he didn't give you like a travel shampoo bottle of the Holy Spirit, <laughs> but it's actually the, the power that he worked in raising Jesus from the dead mm. is the, the great might and power that is working towards you in yeah. favor of you as a believer. Yeah. And that is like an astonishing statement. Yeah. And the, I mean, that was the point I was going to make. These are not just superlatives that are kind of like thrown on no. to sound extravagant. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Will, you're the greatest ODR yeah, host ever yeah. and you're the most amazing, you know, orator <laughs> in all the oh, land. Stop yeah. it. Oh, please. <laughs> But it, it it really is like yeah, yeah. this is this is where we get theology from. I mean, in verse twenty two, it says he put you know God put all things under his feet, under Jesus's feet. He put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body. Uh, so we we are we are learning theology. These are not just like meaningless superlatives to make Jesus sound really good or yep. you know to exalt God, but like we're we're praying like very true things that we believe to be true about mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, as you are headed into the office, as you're brushing your teeth or doing whatever, um, I I think a great thought to meditate on today is to, you know, look at the the obstacles in life, look at the sin struggles, look at uh, the anxieties or whatever, and to know that because of the blood of Jesus, the the same power that was worked in his resurrection is at work in your life. And God is calling you to come, to abide in him, to walk uh, with him in the power of the resurrection. And so that has very massive implications for all of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, may we meditate on that today and pursue that today and just to live again, you know, these, this is such a joyful, uh, head lifting passage, um, Ephesians one, all of it. And so just to, to lift our heads and not be witnesses of, you know, the gospel to the world where we're just sad and, you know, kind of depressed, but very pious, but actually where we're filled with joy and strength and, you know, we, we face each day with a deep joy and hope, knowing that, you know, because of Jesus, all the riches of heaven are ours in his kingdom. So for Barrett Fisher, uh, the man Barfaccio himself, this is Will Carlisle. We'll see you tomorrow on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.